You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft, and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range and a Type S variant, with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is their most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Okay, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. To reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. Here's the thing. Information is power. Information is money. Literally, the currency of today's world of, of entrepreneurship is information. And if you could bring all of the, your, the information about your business into one dashboard, this is incredibly valuable. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of the truth about your business. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite and you're improving efficiency by bringing all of your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. This is so valuable. You just hit a button and you can see all the information about your business instead of having to like call five different departments and get all these emails and put it all together and make sense of it. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash james. netsuite.com slash james. netsuite.com slash james. This isn't your average business podcast, and he's not your average host. This is the James Altucher Show. Okay, let's go. Okay, challenge match. So I think it was like a month ago, I was reading that some people wanted to cancel white European composers like Beethoven and Mozart and things like that. I'm not going to express an opinion on that other than I think that's ridiculous. No matter, you know what someone's you know skin color is of course should have nothing to do with whether you listen to their music but a lot of people then use this as a way of saying these are the only types of musicians people should listen to and i do think the best bands out there you know and, and let's look at the most famous the beatles is they are just as talented and skilled as any famous composer, people might agree or disagree, but also it's like comparing apples and oranges. Can you really compare them to Beethoven? Can you compare Beethoven to them? It's, it's different styles, but I started watching a bunch of videos and I recommend people watch them. The Beatles do use a lot of music theory. Robin and I were talking about this and we decided on this challenge and we invite all the listeners to join in. Jay compiled for 10 songs, maybe a few more, three second clips of 10 or a dozen Beatles songs 
We're going to all listen to three seconds of these pretty famous Beatles songs. And then I'll wait a few seconds. And you, so you have time to think. And Robin and I will guess the answers and we'll see how many we get correct. Is that right, Jay? Am I describing this correctly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's totally how, how it's going to be. And I was to say, you know, I was born way after Beatles time. So I myself found like a great Beatles song that I never heard about and I never knew about. Well, we all kind of were born like, like, you know, the Beatles, they were basically around until 1970. I mean, they broke up a little before then, but their final album came out, I think, in 1970. And and that was after the band had ended. And uh, so all of us became aware of music after the Beatles disbanded. But, you know, let me see how many saw how many albums altogether have the Beatles sold? The Beatles sold 600 million albums. Oh, my God. And the group. OK, here's some other things. The group once held the top five spots on the Billboard 100 in April 1964. Uh, nobody else has ever done that in the U.S., they made $25 million in earnings that year, which translates today to almost $188 million. And this is always an interesting thing. People don't really know about the Beatles, but you know, the name of their record label that they formed was called Apple. And so they always had a deal with Apple. Apple should stay out of the music business. And of course the Beatles record label should stay out of the computer business. Now, even though the Beatles disbanded, they still had ownership of this, mm. the label that kept putting out their music. And so, uh, when Apple did get into music with the, the iPod there, they had to kind of settle over this. So I forgot, wow. I forgot what the settlement was, but, right. um, yeah. And I'm pretty sure Michael Jackson bought, uh, Beatles, uh, catalog, right? Right. Michael Jackson bought the Beatles catalog. In fact, the Beatles, I don't think they ever really owned their catalog. So I think, gosh, I forget the name of their manager. Maybe it was Brian Epstein. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, he kind of, uh, and I, I don't want to say this for sure if, if it's not him, um, but but some manager of theirs, and we think it's Brian Epstein, stole their, kind of stole through contractually. Like they signed a contract. They didn't know what they were signing. And, and he stole the rights to all their songs. So I don't know if the Beatles ever really owned the rights to their, at least their early songs. And it's the same with the uh, Rolling Stones. I think the Rolling Stones had the same manager. They sold off yep. the rights to their early songs before they really made any money from it. And then uh, the Rolling Stones in particular, they make, they make about, they tour every year. They make about $600 million every time they tour. So what they do is at the beginning of the year, they form a company, they go on the tour, and then they, they divide up the money among the, the, the original Stones or whoever the, the Rolling Stones are, you know, like, whoever's on the tour and then they dissolve the company mm. and they do that for every tour. So they make an enormous amount of money but they still every have time to they tour. pay royalties to whoever owns the music, right? Uh, that's a good uh, question. I wonder if they have to pay, I guess they do, right? Mm -hmm. So they and have what to say, mean? what if somebody says, Oh, we're not letting, what if Michael Jackson said, Oh, I'm not letting you sing your own songs. I don't know if he, well, he, he they're making that. money. So why would they say, don't do that? Well, I think I think the co the copyrights on music is a little bit uh complicated in the sense that like let's say if I write a song and then some the, some label buy my song out, then I I don't own that song anymore. I'm not the original. Uh, right. I, I get. Are I get you allowed to sing songs that you wrote, for instance? Then you have to ask the label for for the rights. Like you are, you have to ask them, can I sing the song? And then every time you perform in like a ticketing situation, especially in public. Tickets, yep, and then like however much money you get, you have to pay a percentage to the label. So you don't own the music. Uh, you own, so you only get Jim, the right. 
for uh, uh, copywriting. Uh, for for sorry for songwriting. So what you were asking like can uh, artists perform their own song that wasn't owned by them? They can. They have to get permissions from the label. And that's what ask. And that's what ASCAP does. I think they manage uh, that part of it. So has there ever been like a a group that broke up? Like let's say Pink Floyd breaks up. Could they, you know, like Roger Waters went his own way. Could the band Pink Floyd say to Roger Waters, you're not allowed to perform, you know, uh, Wish You Were Here or yeah. Dark Side of the Moon? Yeah, they have to ask their perform, uh, their, their, ask them for the permissions to perform. Whoever owns but the if rights. They do, if, yeah, if they do it for free uh, on a private event, then yeah, they can do it. Like, as long as it's not broadcast. Oh, I see. But, so what if they do it for, on a tour? Yeah, they have to ask performance for it because they, you know, if they do it on a tour… Uh, they have, people have to pay money to see it, and then they have to pay a percentage of the money to the to whoever they own the song. I think if it's I played see. publicly or or some yep. publicly, that yeah, that like it's not it's your funny personal because, like at home. You know, yeah, you don't have no, yeah, like it's funny because there's also uh, there's a tons of rights that I can't really remember. There's mechanics rights, that's you know uh, play rights, and then there's a different rights. Like if the song is play publicly in a in a shopping mall or whatever it's whole different rights that go into a, a different percentage that's why like the whole music industry is so complicated i think right now paul mccartney uh owns most of the rights now oh he bought it i saw the art yeah i saw the article say paul mccartney's finally regains beatles rights after a near 50 year long wow battle. so oh. he probably bought it um, from the jackson families uh sony i think oh sony yeah, oh yeah because, because the think, jackson family i think um, they either sold them to Sony or they borrowed money. So Sony bought part of them. Michael Jackson was always selling right. off some of the rights to these different things because he needed the money. But he was a good investor. Like I don't know what he bought the rights for, but he made like a ton of money on them. He bought. I think he bought the rights for like forty-seven point five million. And how much money did? Um, oh, okay, yeah. Alan Klein was the manager of the Rolling right. Stones and the Beatles, and he's the one who got them to sign away the rights to all their songs. Right. Never believe. Never. Never believe in someone named Alan. You know. Are you? Is this an anti-Semitic thing? <laughs> no. 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 Well, Klein, Epstein. They're 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 all probably. Anyway, uh, I'm Jewish, so I don't want to ruin my chances to sign the next Beatles by saying anything here. Uh, uh, who? Uh, and then, okay. How much did Michael Jackson pay for the 40 Beatles? Point, uh, Forty-seven point five million in 1985. Wow. wow. I th- oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, no, 47 no, million outbidding Paul McCartney. I wonder why Paul McCartney yep. didn't just say, okay, I'll pay 50 million. Because he, he apparently Paul McCartney was really upset that Michael Jackson got it. Hmm. Maybe he might not have enough money. Or maybe he just like, maybe I just don't want, I'm not willing to pay as much. You so know? the entire reason Michael Jackson was able to survive, he, he was to avoid bankruptcy, mm-hmm. was because he made money on the Beatles catalog. Like yep. the Beatles songs mm-hmm. still keep selling. So, okay, yeah. let's, uh, Robin, let's do let's the challenge. Do you ready? Uh, okay. You guys ready? I'm not very ready? good it's, at this. It's pretty easy, uh, I think, because I did it myself, even though, you know, I'm the one to call it. Let's do it. This, uh, so I'm, we're going to f- play the first one, all right? Uh, so, okay, just say when. Okay, so wait, wait, just to explain. There are three seconds, and, and we'll, we'll play them for everybody listening. There are three seconds. Then we'll pause a few seconds, uh, like five seconds. And then we'll play the three seconds again, and we'll pause for five seconds. So you have a chance to guess if you're if you're listening. 
and and then Robin and I will guess, and then Jay will tell us. The Try answer. to guess. All Try right. to guess. Yeah. Try to guess. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready? Are you okay. guys in front of whatever yeah. they're supposed to do? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Play the first one. It's been. Okay, and now Jay, play it again. All right, ready? Let's play it again. It's been. It's really easy. Come on, it's I really think, easy. I, it's almost I right think you there. made this one too easy. <laughs> I, Robin, you I guess. Mean, I have to. Yeah, me try. I think it's a yeah. hard, hard day. Wait, hard days work. Hard days night. <laughs> hard days oh. night. I can't give it to you because you mess up one word. No, no, no. But you know what? It's interesting. It's almost like you were thinking logically. Like, right. Because it almost doesn't make sense. A hard day's night. Like that phrase right. almost doesn't make sense. Um, well, do you know why they? <laughs> I, I'm just curious, do you, James. You know, you know everything. Do you know why they they name it a hard hard day's night? I I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. I'm just curious. Like because it's usually just a hard day works, right? Yeah, you know. Maybe because they were performing at night. Yeah, that's the thing. So they oh. this was part of a uh, of one of the you know they did a lot of movies based around their albums and they did a lot of movies based on their touring. A Hard Day's Night became a, a movie, and it's they have to like avoid all their fans or the hordes of fans who are or, who are you know coming after them, and so and a lot of this is at night, so it's a Hard Day's Night. I knew that. I knew it was Hard Day's Night. Is did they, they did a movie about this? Like, is it a musical comedy? <laughs> yeah, it's a musical comedy. I didn't know they did. I it did know eleven did million movies. dollars at the box office actually. It was oh, released wow. in 1964. Eleven million dollars back then. If uh, uh, you know, includes all the inflation. How much is going to be right now? But probably like eighty million. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, and it probably—I don't know how much it cost them to make, but oh, the budget—they made it for only one hundred eighty-nine thousand. Oh what? Wow! Yeah. They made like ten times back. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! About that, yeah. like five times, five and a half times back. So, oh wow! Interesting. Yeah. Well, That's why now, it's now a hard day's knows. night. So hard day's night. So good. Congratulations if you got that first one. Jay, uh, tell us when to do the second one. You guys ready for the second one? Yeah. This is really easy too. This is really easy. That's no yeah. way you guys... easy. Well, because like uh, you know, like so I was when I'm making this, I'm like maybe I should do one second first. But I felt like one second is gonna be too hard for you guys. So I'm gonna do three seconds. Okay. I'm give you mercy, you know. Like I'm young, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's go. Ugh. This is pretty easy. Almost getting there. All right. Are you guys ready to listen again? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's play one more time. Okay. I don't know. Are you guys stumped on this? Uh, no, I'm not. I, I have. No, this James is, I think is better is... at this than me. Okay. I am better. I, just, I might have listened to them more. I don't know. All right. Uh, just for the listener that, that hasn't get it, this is the only songs that started out this way. Started out using this much orchestra. Uh, in Beatles. Uh, you know, a lot of their songs use orchestra. Yeah, but it doesn't start with the whole orchestra. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, I, yeah, so, I, so I'm ready to guess. So, Robin, you want to guess first? Uh, I, I don't know what it is. Okay, All You Need Is Love. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because That's like good. Robin, when you listen to it, like the at the end of the the, the clip, it's like a… Like a people, like the, almost a choir coming in. It's singing the words all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they're about to uh, sing it. Um, oh, I'm so bad at this. No, it's okay. It's okay. You know, you know what was interesting? So I played in my first chess tournament in 25 years a few weeks ago. We were, we were 
practicing using YouTube videos uh, on this Beatles challenge uh, before I went to the tournament, and I was hardly getting any of them. After the tournament, I sharpened my brain up somehow, and I, I it became much easier for me to do even like one second. I was guessing them. So, but okay, ready for the next one? Uh, I just I, I just gonna say like uh, mm -hmm. I think it, it, this is just a trivia. This song were Flum performing it at EMI Studios in London on my birthday. Really? Oh, how do you know that? Yeah, June twenty fifth. I Wikipedia. Who doesn't like Wikipedia? <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. So wait, are, okay, when so are, are, is... Uh, what is your birthday? June nineteenth. No, June twenty fifth. It says June twenty fifth. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. All right. Next one. Are you guys ready for the okay. the, the the third yes. one? The third one. I think it's pretty easy too. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let's play it. All right. It's a hard one, you guys Jay. Ready to, you guys ready that to do hard. one more time? Okay, let's let's play one more time. Okay. Let's go. That's a creature in the song that's in the title. Blackbird? Yes. Oh, I'm just, I just guessed. <laughs> Do you hear the Do you hear the birds squeaking? If you yeah. want to play again, you can play again. The birds and and then, as far as I know, that's the only song they've done that had bird in the title. Yeah, and it's it, very interesting. If you listen to the track, I I didn't research this yet, but I, when I listen to the song, the left side of the the track is the metronome. What do you mean? Huh? Like the metronome sound. Uh oh. Okay. Um, I didn't. Know yeah. That. Yeah, it's, it, it, that's what we used to, you know. So when you track, a lot of time when you record music, you have to play uh, along the, the metronome so you can stay on time. So a lot of time, people would just, you know, have the metronome in there. But it's kind of interesting that they... Uh, and this, this they, is one of their latest songs, like later songs. This is from 1968. Yeah, and uh, and it's funny because, like, like, I thought it was a metronome, uh, but... According to their engineer, so the left side, you know, the tapping sound. According to the engineer, Joff em Emmerich, he, he says it's actually the sound of Paul tapping his foot. Huh. Huh. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Um, interesting. Yeah. It is very. I know, this, was, this was not one of my favorite. I never really, like, knew this song. I, I never I really never got into it. I never even heard of the song. Really? All right. So, so I'm three out of three now. Let's see if I can go ten <laughs> yeah. out of ten. Oh All right. my god! And, and I hope one... the listeners are are trying this with us. So Jay, tell us when to do the fourth one. All right, the next one is pretty easy too. I mean, I can do it. Pretty, uh, I I did it pretty easy. So, are you guys ready? Yes. I guess in yeah. front. Ready. All right, let's play. Oh, it's hard. I know this oh. one, but I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but I can't right, right. remember the name of it. All right, let's okay. play one more time. Okay, 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 one more time. I think I give mean, me they, love they or something like that. Oh, oh man, so close, so close. Oh, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on, hold on a second. Something love. Yeah, give me love. Yeah, that's, no, I said, that's, that's what not, I said. Uh, th th do they have a song called "Give Me Love"? No, I don't know. I don't uh, no, I don't think um, they have a song called "Give Me Love." But Robin, are you? Are you ready? I'm ready. Yes. You? It's called "Can't Buy Me Love." Ugh. Can't buy me Can't love. Can't buy me yeah. love. Yeah, darn it. Uh, it's right, literally right after the solo. Yes. All right, let me see. That's so close. 
<laughs> yeah, see, I, it, I, that was pretty easy. Uh, yeah. It's hard. It's hard stuff. Three seconds. So, <laughs> okay, it's, let it's, me see. Can't buy me live. Is that a, a, a movie as well? Uh, I don't know. But it is on the, it's, no, it was on, this is on a hard, hard day's night. And it was uh, featured yeah. in the movie, uh, the film, A Hard Day's Night. Yep. Okay. And it was, uh, released as a single in March of 1964. They topped the Billboard 100 chart for five weeks. Nathan's going to have a field trip on this editing, to be honest. <laughs> it's going to be like, how can they not guess? <laughs> Um, okay, let's All do right. okay. song number five. Songs number five. Okay. Uh, let's play one more okay. time, right? One more time. Okay. Let's play one more time. Okay. I already know. Okay. I already I know. know. I already Robin, know. Robin, you can guess. Let it be. Yep. Yes. Let it be. Now, you know where this song comes from. Uh, Paul McCartney had a dream and he dreamt of his mother and his mother had died in 1956. I forget what she died of, maybe cancer. Mm -hmm. And um, he was always, you know, he was very upset about it and he was missing her. And so he had this dream about her and she says in the dream, everything's going to be okay, just let it be. And so that's why oh, he wrote this really? song. Wow. British always get dreams and then they sell a lot of stuff. It's like Harry Potter, right? J.K. Yeah. Rowling dream of all, Harry Potter. They're all wizards in England. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the dream of something they have, and then it's an they unfair advantage. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it's in their, in their blood. Like Merlin just blast Arthur the king and then they're like, you guys all have this blood. And then they're all <laughs> wizard. You know, Merlin the wizard. Yeah, yeah, right. Ever since Merlin, yeah. people from England just have magical powers. Yeah, they can drink beer like in 10 in the morning or something like that. That's like superpower. That's another superpower. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like that. Uh, 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 all right. Are you, are you guys ready for the number six? Number six. Okay. Right. Uh, I think, uh, what am I? Am I like... I think you have... Uh, you have them all except... No, no, no. No, no, no. no. I accept one. I only so have missed one. Four. I miss one. Yeah, so it's four out of five. And then uh, Robin, it's one out of five. <laughs> No, no. Sorry. Well, yeah, she almost got one, but yeah, she almost got one. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, All right. Let's play. A second time. You guys ready to play a second time? Yeah. Let's play okay. a second time. Okay. Don't say. I want to. I want to guess. Hold on. <laughs> oh, this is this is pretty easy. Hold on. Hold on. Like I know, I know, I know. I just need some time. Uh, oh yes, I know what this is. I know what this is. Okay, Robin, you guess. Of course, you know what this is. I, I've heard the song. I just don't know the name of it. Yeah, sometimes like you hear the words to the whole song, but I, I know this. This one, this one was an odd song for them, I think, because the t usually the title is in the song, um, but this one, I don't think the title is in the lyrics at all. Yeah. So this no, is called. This is a day in the life. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. So right after the <laughs> piano part, it's literally the, the, the I think the alarm clock goes yes. off or something like that. Yep. I yeah. would have never guessed that. Yeah. Um, that's why I, I had a five seconds version for you guys to listen. But, uh, you know, we just do three seconds. You know, it's so easy and quick. Yeah. A, yeah, day, a day in the life because it's, he describes like his his life. Yep. And, and then the, um, 
So I read the news today, oh boy, about a lucky man who made the grade. Uh, and this in the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely, Lonely Hearts Heart. uh, Club fan. Uh, album. Yeah. yeah, that's and you know, I think that's like the most famous album they've done, maybe. It is. Yeah, because their, their most famous song is in the, in the t- album title, too. Huh. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. don't, don't say anything just in case it's one of the things. But okay, we're on uh, song uh, number seven. 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 All right, this is, this is really easy because there's no way t- for me to edit this that you wouldn't know what song is this. Okay. Because right. like this is song you is so You said that about ridiculous. every single one yeah. when we haven't been getting it. <laughs> oh, James, you got six out of… Six out uh, of sorry, five out of six. Oh, yeah, five out of six. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. You guys ready for number seven? Yeah. All right, let's play. Okay. All right, let's chill for a couple seconds. Yeah. We're going to play one more time. This okay, is Robin, you can guess this one. Know, right? <laughs> um, you might, I mean, I you know, know the song. song you might I know. just… But you don't know the, the title. I never know this song's title for the longest time. Okay, it, it, Robin, if you don't get I this don't one, know. I'll give you a clue. Okay, a clue. Okay, it's like an ode for lonely people. Ode to the Lo- lonely people. Lonely Heart Clubs fan. No. No. <laughs> it's it's about okay, I'll give you I'll give you another clue. It's about a particular woman who is lonely. Yeah. I think I think Robin know the song. I know the I song. I just Yeah, you definitely know the song. It's one of their classic songs. I'm not like Beatles weren't like part of my repertoire when I was growing up. So. What? I know. I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay, Eleanor Rigby. Okay. Yeah, I that's the song of the yeah, that, because that's I mean, I love William, their right? songs. I appreciate but, it more but you now. Know, but you know that you know that song, though, right? Like yes, you've I heard do. that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, 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 and the thing is, a lot of times people um, have historic. First off, a couple of interesting things about this song. This and I think yesterday are the only um, songs they put out that did not. They no Beatle plays an instrument on this song, so it's just hmm. um, oh, it's really? like a string ensemble, and so it's all, all studio musicians. There's wow. no. There's there's no Beatle playing like a guitar or anything like that, and but but McCartney didn't want to have too many strings because a lot of people made fun of yesterday of being too like kind of sugary. Mm-hmm. So this has a little bit. There's like more staccato chords and um, yeah, it, it was just done a little bit in a little more interesting way. Another interesting thing about it is everybody who's ever named Eleanor Rigby, they always said, "Oh, the song was about me." But he he's Paul McCartney claims he completely made up uh, the, the the name. Like there's so no funny. Eleanor Rigby. It's funny because so so I was I was reading an article so that BBC does. You know, of course BBC gonna do it because you know British. <laughs> uh, so apparently in 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 a graveyard in Liverpool, um, in 1957, that John Lennon and Paul McCartney first met, just yards away lay the graves of. Uh, a mate called Eleanor Rigby. So you think maybe he could have seen that somehow, and like it was like maybe. in his subconscious. Maybe, but but the song came out nine years later. Huh. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they would be really buried in the subconscious. That's kind of funny. Yeah. I wonder if it, it's true. Yeah. But who who has the name? Like I felt like it's such a such a. It's not a common name at all. If they if the song is called John Smith, I get it. <laughs> or Catherine Smith, I get it. But. Eleanor Rigby. I felt like it's not a common name at all. Well, well, you know, maybe they knew, maybe they knew a Rigby somehow, and then and Eleanor might have been common back then. I don't know. Oh, maybe you know Eleanor. Wrote, so, yeah, so Eleanor was common back then. Yeah. 
Yeah, because Eleanor Roosevelt was the first lady for like 14 years or something in the United States, what? and she was very Jay famous. Jay wouldn't know that though. But but maybe <laughs> but maybe a lot of people <laughs> named their daughters kidding. Eleanor. Then I don't know. Uh, I, I really don't know that. <laughs> I didn't know Eleanor, but when you when you mentioned Roosevelt, I'm like, yeah, I know that guy Eleanor from Roosevelt. in the museum. Uh, okay, next song. Okay, wait, all right. Wait, next wait, song. The, to... the eight. Yeah, songs number eight. This is really easy. Okay. Again, oh my god, this is really you, easy. You say everyone is easy. I know. So, Are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's play okay. the song. Okay. Come on, this is yeah. easy. All right, like let's chill real quick. Okay. Let's play a second time. You know, Jay. One time I was in sixth grade, so I was twelve years old, <laughs> and. Uh, the teachers asked a question. She said, does anyone know the answer? And I raised my hand and said, that one's easy. And then she said, well, then I'm not calling on you. Don't say it's easy because some people might be having a hard time with it. So she 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 chastised me for saying it was easy. <laughs> well, see, that's also a way to get away. You know, like, oh, yeah, that's easy. And then the teacher is just never going to call on you anymore. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I should have. She should give you a harder question. That. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Did we play All right. It again? Let's play the second okay. time. Yep. I'm gonna give you a mm -hmm. second. I'm. I'm sure you guys already guess it. Mm -hmm. Right, James. You already know it. I, right? I know. Yeah. Uh, Robin. Do you know I don't it? know. I'm just gonna say, "Here comes the sun," or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. And by by the way, this is one of the only songs written by George Harrison. So, huh. oh really? Yeah, this is like, like here comes the sun. Um, and then when he was so so he wrote this for I think it was like the Beatles' final album, Abbey Road. Uh, so he wrote here comes the sun, and he I think finally he started feeling like he was part of the right. You know, he always wanted to kind of break into the writing team of Lennon McCartney, and here comes the sun gave him a lot of confidence. And then another great song by him was when he was solo was My Sweet Lord. And then um, I think this was with the the Beatles. Um, when my while my guitar gently weeps, I think that yep. was written by George Harrison. God, they were all so talented, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, other than uh, what's the drummer's name? Uh, Ringo uh, Starr. <laughs> Ringo Starr. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a famous meme like like everyone's writing a music, and then Ringo is like, "Here's here's my music, please play." And then and then everyone else just take the music. Put, stick it on the fridge. It's like, we're going to put it here. You know, one day we will come and revisit. That's like a famous meme for it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if he, I don't know of any song that he wrote uh, for the Beatles. I think he wrote just one song, I think. I could be he, wrong. He probably wrote a couple, but they're not like famous songs. Yeah. And but just, just, a, just a very uh, quick trivia. Uh, Abby wrote the album is the first true stereo album that uh, Beatles did. Wait, which album? So you, Abby wrote. Oh, okay, I didn't Which, know that. Yeah, here comes the sun. Yeah, because you know, like Beatles is in that era where everything is mono. Which means only center only. And then they did a couple experiments when the stereo uh, technology came along. Is I'm sure you remember some music like all the drums on the right hand side mm. or all the vocals on one one side. So we wouldn't call it a true stereo. It is stereo, but it wasn't a true stereo because it's not complete mix. I mean, this is the interesting thing. Like they did a lot of experiments. Like mm -hmm. the, the, you know, they were one of the first groups to do a, a concept album. Like Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band was it was everything was kind of revolving around the same theme. This kind of tour through this psychedelic experience, and uh, uh, they were with with 
I don't know about Abbey Road, but I know with Sgt. Pepper's, they were inspired by the Beach Boys album Pet Sounds, which was also one of the first concept albums. Like they felt, comp- they actually felt very competitive with the Beach Boys, and the Beach Boys also felt competitive with them. So Pet Sounds was inspired by the Beatles' uh, Rubber Soul. Wow. So, yeah. yeah, and and I think they did also experiment on what I call the multi-track recording. So back then, that's not a lo- we can't record a lot of tracks. Maximum, you can only record four tracks, right? So what they do is they record four tracks and then they bounce, they export the four tracks into one track or two tracks mm-hmm. and then they record another four tracks on top of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yep. How so come the, you can only the, record four tracks? That's, you can, uh, that's uh, the, the limit of the technology back then because back then you're using tape and then you can only record four maximum so way back then the way they record music into all into one tracks on vinyl is everyone has to play at the same time and it, none of you guys can make any mistakes wow and and you know yeah. it's it's interesting with abbey road that's the one where they're all walking across the street yeah. abbey road and this was part of the uh conspiracy theory that that paul mccartney's dead because he's the only one with no shoes, shoes on yeah yeah, because there's a that's a that's a that's a symbol to it, right? Because like I think the first one is like the the Reaper or whatever. That's why they dress a certain way. Oh, I didn't know like that. that. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a meaning to according to the theory, you know. Uh, and also like they say like one of the tracks like someone at the back yelling, "Pause that, pause that," or something like that. Ah, huh. so I used to be really into like the Beatles con- conspiracy. Wow. Yeah. I have to say, Airbnb has changed my life. I just love staying in Airbnbs. Like in about a month, I'm going to Cocoa Beach, which is right next to Cape Canaveral. I'm going to watch some rocket launches. I'm going to, of course, be staying in a very nice Airbnb on the beach. And it's just such a great experience. Like the whole world is available to us now because of Airbnb. But whenever I'm at an Airbnb, I always realize, you know, I the home that I left to come to this Airbnb, I could be making money on that right now by hosting and and being an Airbnb myself. So, and I've known people, I had a friend who basically, you know, made a living from turning his home into an Airbnb. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you do have an Airbnb there. And it's an it can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. Oh, I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Um, all right, let's do the next song. Yeah, songs number nine. Number okay. nine. Okay, hold on. Yeah, this is a very famous song. Okay. That's what you always say. 
Uh, oh, right. I say easy. Really? Last I say easy. This is famous. All right, you guys ready okay. to play? Yeah. Your name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, let's play. Yeah, oh, I like on. that song. Oh, wait, oh, oh, All right, I know the song. Uh, <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. All right, but let's don't play one more time. Don't say anything. Okay. Yeah, play it again. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, I'm gonna uh, well, give let's a couple a few seconds. seconds. Let the audience listen to it or think about it. Um, and then Robin, do I you wanna? Okay. Yeah, you wanna go? Hey Jude. Yep. Yep. Hey, I got it. Yeah. Yep. So, so I guess uh, this was a song that John, uh, Paul McCartney sang for John Lennon's like baby son, Julian. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It would start off as Hey Jules, and then it became Hey Jude. Right. Do you remember we watched a movie called Yesterday? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was a great movie. Yeah, and then uh, so Ed Sheeran was on the on the in the movie as well. And then when they were recording this song, and Ed Sheeran is like, I don't know about Hey Jude, sounded very old. Oh he yeah, yeah, that was funny. Hey Dude, yeah. yeah, he wanted to call it Hey Dude, and then but Doody Doody, <laughs> like it was funny. Yeah. yeah, everyone should listen, watch the movie. I think the movie was great. Yeah, that was a great movie. Maybe I'll watch it again tonight. Yeah. Um. All right. All right. And the tenth song. Yep, the tenth song. This is a very famous song as well. I think the way I cut it, you guys would know it right away. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. Let's play it. All right. All right. Chill, chill. Mm-hmm. Right, let's play it again. Oh. All right. Robin, do you know this? No. Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, I will guess that it is a long and winding road. Oh yep. yeah, yeah, it's yeah because of the, the music literally. And, and this was on this was on the Let It Be album in 1970. All right, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of it's kind of crazy how how the way they wrote the music the music because like the way the string plays almost felt like it's a long winding road too. Oh yeah, yeah? you know it's like because there's a lot of like long notes and then a lot of up and down in the notes. It felt like you're going. It felt like the the music's whining everywhere. Yeah, yeah that's so good. Uh, you know it's um it's interesting because you know on the trailer for Get Back, I haven't seen the documentary yet. I don't know if it's out or not. But on the trailer for Get Back, which I guess they're recording this album, Let, Let It Be album, they they look like they're having fun, they're getting along. But by this point, they had pretty much all broken up. So it's an interesting lesson that no matter what, they when they were making music. They 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 focused. They had fun. They got back into their groove always when they were making music. Even though I think they pretty much all hated each other. Like George Harrison right. quit, then John Lennon quit, then Paul McCartney quit, and Lennon and McCartney were constantly over the next decade. One would say I wrote those, this song. He did nothing. The other would say no, he did nothing. So they never really. After they broke up, they didn't really like each other. And yeah. but 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 you see in the Get Back trailer, it's kind of a, a lesson in and our being an artist and being creative you put all that that bs you know you leave it out of the out of the recording studio or out of the artist studio or whatever and you and you focus on the art yeah i is i i think i saw an interview uh on john Lennon. you know uh i think that the interviewer asked like if uh beatles will ever get back together again and then and then john Lennon was like Maybe you know if there's a new song or new project they will want to work and they get excited about, then they will get back to the studio again. So, so that sort of go and show like how much they, 
they 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 get together just focusing on on their craft and you know and the product and the music. It's not yeah. so much about you know like personal relationship anymore. You know, it's interesting. Like Long and Winding Road, Eleanor Rigby, like all these songs that Paul McCartney wrote are kind of sad. It is. He says actually, it's it saves having to go to a psychiatrist. Really, mm. I think I wonder if that's a way of him just dealing with everything himself. Yeah, yeah. that would make yeah, sense. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, l- l- look at Let It Be. It's like you know, the mom died and come to the mm-hmm. yeah, you know. Eleanor Rigby. And, well, that's what yeah. most of these these people that write. It, it, a lot of their music comes from hardship and pain. Yeah, I mean, most music mm-hmm. are like that. That's why a lot of like. A lot of like sad music. Mm-hmm. Like if you're happy, you just doesn't want to write music. If you're happy, right? You, you just want to go out and, and play, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're sad, I'm like, I I want to write this and tell my ex girlfriend right. what he did wrong, <laughs> or ex boyfriend, like you know, like uh, Taylor. But sometimes Swift. like they have to like, you know, get the music, all the music that they need for an album, like in a certain time period. So it's that's very difficult because it's making them be creative when maybe they're not creative at that moment does that make sense no i was just saying that like a lot of time like if an artist it used to now i think a little bit different it used to like like label would just send artists to a recording studio for two no, weeks they still do that they can't leave the studio well my niece yes she's sometimes she has to just stay in her hotel room for a month until Wait, she why? comes up with something well because oh, okay. she has a contract she has to make a certain amount of Music for a certain amount of yeah. time, and then they can be, fo- and then right. they can focus. How many albums has she sold? Let me see. Flow in the machine. Florence in the machine. Florence in the machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florence and the machine. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia. Let's see. So, oh, they've been around since two thousand seven. Consisting of mm-hmm. vocalist Florence yeah. Welch. Mm-hmm. Boy, they've been around for a long time. It doesn't say how many albums she they sold. has been around for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> it's only yeah, her. She, she, Florence. Well, no, the machine. Well, no. Well, that's, that's whoever. Has the yeah. machine remained the same around? Mm-hmm. So, no. uh, you know, Paul McCartney said that when he and Lennon were writing, they actually never had a. They were never stuck. Every time they got together, they ne- they never ended it saying, "Oh man, that wasn't so good that session. We got nothing." They always had a song. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great because they're all so talented. So, yes, it's they great. Never but when you're by block. yourself, it's hard. You know, you don't have that. Yeah. Energy. Also, also maybe they were microdosing. Uh, maybe. <laughs> oh gosh. I, you know, yeah, a lot of people 60s, don't know this, you know? but um, the the so the Rolling Stones manager, who I guess was the same as the Beatles manager, told told uh, Mick. You know, normally they were a cover band, so the Rolling Stones uh, just covered mm-hmm. like the Chicago. They, they covered a lot of Chicago blues music. And then their manager told him, look, you got to be like the Beatles. Lennon and McCartney are writing all their songs now. So, you know, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards were going to try to be like Lennon and McCartney. And they they sat down. They couldn't write a song. So they started walking around outside. And who they run into but John Lennon and Paul McCartney. And they explained they were having trouble mm-hmm. put, writing a song. So uh, Lennon and McCartney said, well, let's go up to your apartment and we'll all hang out. And then Lennon and McCartney helped them write their first song, the, the, their first written song. And I, I forgot what the name of that song was. If someone on Twitter wants to tweet it out and, and tell me, but they're, they're the first kind of, their first attempt at being creative, writing their own songs, their song was actually written by Lennon and McCartney. 
and then huh, I thought, uh, and and then I thought Beatles sang it uh, too. No, oh, I don't know about that. I know it became a hit for for the Rolling Stones, but I don't know if the Beatles also sang it. All right, so I think I got nine out of ten. Robin, you you got you got like <laughs> you guys four, of them, more four or five of them. Oh, yeah, you got yeah, a bunch. Great. And yeah. uh-huh. I have backups if you guys still want right, to do, do it. Let's if do not, the you know? backups. Let's see. Eleven to thirteen. I think I don't think you guys can get the fourteen. Well, we'll try it. We'll try it. So, all right, all right. Let's okay. do the eleven. Let's go. Let's play. This is really. Easy. Um, I think. Okay, wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't guess. Don't guess yet. All right. Play okay. one more time. Yeah. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, can guess. So, uh, Robin, you can guess. Well, but wasn't it in in there? Wasn't. Yeah. yeah, Jay, you made that one too easy. <laughs> yeah. That's no way for me to cut three okay. seconds. We don't, we don't, it isn't okay, there. Okay, but let me just say, <laughs> I only listen to, because we're, we're each listening to it on our computers, I only listen to one second of it. So just want to brag a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's no, because it's like, so this song, I mean, you know the song. So if you listen to this song, it's repeating the same thing over and over. Yeah. And then they sort of have the same melody over and over. There's no way for me to cut without you knowing. Yeah, I said this is easy. so this one also came in a, to McCartney in a Dream, by the way. Really? Yeah, really. And um, twenty two hundred different bands have made covers of this song. Oh yes! Wow. I tried to cover this song as well. This is this is a great song to cover. Yeah, you know, it's very 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 sing along type of song. It's it's all it's not anthem. It's not like anthem ish, but it's still like able to sing along to it. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because my dad used to because he used to write music. His music would come. I remember uh, it would. He would wake up in the middle of the night. He didn't know how to play an instrument, so he'd hum it into a, a tape recorder. But it was mostly at night. That's interesting. I never even. It is. I think. I think James and I talk about this. Where, like, if you're a writer, writer, I felt like the the creativity come to you in the morning. Mm-hmm. But for music, it's come at night. I definitely write my best, like, writing, writing in the morning. Yeah. When I was writing music, uh, you know, back then, I, I, I tried to write in the morning, nothing come to me. But at night, like, mm. everything comes to me. It's weird. It, it almost felt like I have to been through the experience of that day and then I'll be able to write it after. Wow. Yeah. And this is very I know strange. my dad would be in a, uh, you could tell when he was getting ready to write something because he would be really um, just annoyed about everything and he was just always in a bad <laughs> mood. And then all of a sudden, a song would come out of that. And then it would, just be nice and till the next yeah, time. Because I felt, I felt like music is more about the emotions that you've been through. The right. Day, you know. Now here, here's something interesting. So um, Lennon, this is what I was saying before. How Lennon and McCartney used to always, after the band broke up, they were always bicker about who wrote, who was the better writer, who was more talented. So John Lennon wrote this song in 1971 on the Imagine album called "How Do You Sleep," and in the song. He says the only thing you've done was yesterday, but since you, <laughs> but since you've gone, uh, you're just another day. Which you know there was oh, another no. McCartney hit called "Another Day." So right, I think I think they just did not get along then at that point. Yeah, I mean, all because of Yoko Ono, right? No, I think what? I think actually because they were suing each other over they had they had different lawsuits going on against their manager about the uh, how much money they were getting. Now, yeah, I think everybody kind of historically has blamed it on Yoko Ono, but why? I don't really think it was Yoko Ono's fault that the Beatles uh, broke up. I wonder why they blamed it on her. I mean, from all the documentary, like like 
like you would like you see Paul McCartney or whoever that say like, oh yeah, it's it's Yoko that I think she just changed how uh, John Lennon was behaving or stuff like that. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's all you know, all in the sixty. I wasn't even born. You know, they were still. I mean, they were still like in their twenties or something. Like they were, they were young mm-hmm. people, and they've spent, spent ten years. You know, traveling the world together, spending so much time together. You know, mm-hmm. all day long, every day for years. So I think they and they were too young to really absorb that. Like but, they probably just you know had a normal twenty-ish age relationship, which can't last forever. Was Lennon the first one to you know have a serious girlfriend or a wife? No, I, I think, think well, well Lennon, you know, he, wasn't married to Yoko Ono when in the first part half of the Beatles, he was married to someone else. You know, they all were married pretty early on. They all were married and I don't I think none of those marriages last. That's why Hey Jude is, you know, tribute to uh Paul McCartney's son, right? Is it? Uh John Lennon's son. John Lennon's son, yeah. Yeah, from mm. the from his first marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh mm. yeah, and I forgot I forgot. So he which has two one... sons? Lennon has two sons? Uh, yeah, yeah, Sean and uh, and Julian Lynn. And then I, I forgot know. which uh, I one of the first wives uh, left the Beatle. I, it might have been Ringo Starr's wife left him for Eric Clapton, or I forget. I could be getting oh. the story totally wrong. So I don't this know. Is, I, 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 I don't really know that much, actually. This is some real good juice. This is ju- this, this, <laughs> it's kind of James Outage's James <laughs> Outage's juicy call. show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gossiping about yeah, yeah. the Beatles. In the sixties. Yeah. Yoko's still alive, right? Yep. Yeah, Yoko's still yep. alive. Um She oh. lives close to me, so really? Oh, oh, in where, Dakota. She lives in Dakota, right? Yeah. Yeah. The haunted apartment. That, that is she like, still lives there. Even yep. that's where they lived when yep. he, he it's got the shot. same apartment. Yeah. She still lives there. I think I think, yep. It's definitely the same building, but but let's go to number twelve. Number twelve, okay. uh, because I think this tied to number twelve. Okay, uh, oh. this play. Okay. Okay, I I know that one. You know that? All right, all right. Let's play, chill play for a second. Mm-hmm. Let's play one more time. Okay. All right. Let's give a couple seconds. Okay, Robin, you can get All right, Robin, Stra- Strawberry Fields. Yep, so for, forever. forever. Strawberry Fields forever. forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because that tie into it because uh, the strawberry field. It's across the way. Cent- yeah, it's across it's in from Park. in Central Parks, across from uh, Dakota. It was tribute to John mm-hmm. Lennon, right? No, well, he. I mean, it was he died after the Beatles, obviously. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! You're saying the part, the, the part of Central Park that's yep. across the street from the Dakota is now yep. named Strawberry Fields. Yep. I see. All right. Yeah. Uh, you guys ready for the next one? Yeah. Pretty. Okay. Is this number, number 13? Yeah. Number 13. 13. Okay. Let's play. Okay. <laughs> I know that all one. Right. All right. All right. Let's chill for a second. All right. Okay. I almost didn't know. It was only the final second of the three. Yeah, let's play one more time. Okay. All right, give okay. a couple seconds. All right, Robin Gills, I know you know this um, one. Yellow Submarine. Yep. Yay! Now, yeah, and- I, I feel like that when I was a kid, this was the most famous one that I knew. Yeah. Really? Yeah, for some Me reason, too. maybe because they made, made they made a movie about this one too, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Did they? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, something. Oh, wow. 
I I I think I know I think about I this because of the album. Because the, the isn't the album called Yellow Summer? Yeah. Submarine? Yeah, the, yeah. The album, mm-hmm. the movie, and the cover's famous. Um, it's all Yellow Submarine. Yeah, and and the the cover is like famous. The the cover for the album is famous because it's so so bright and vibrant. Yeah, too. it was cool. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I there there there's a lot of argument about what Yellow Submarine means. So I'll let people. I have no idea what it means. Wait, what? Why? It's just the submarine that's painted yellow. No, but there was it was definitely like a drug influenced uh, uh. meaning. So, <laughs> uh, but. Who knows? I mean, it's in the 60s, 70s, so. Yeah. And I don't know. When I was a kid, like, this is the song. Maybe this is the most kid-like for some reason. Like, maybe the chords are the simplest. I don't know. But I yeah, remember this is the song also, that my friends and I would, would sing. You can march to. It's, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess when they were touring about with this album, this is when uh, Lennon said that the Beatles were more popular than Jesus. And that, that was really the time Uh-oh. they tour Because they got so much negative backlash on that, they decided not to tour again. All right, the last one, the last one. I don't know if you guys can get it. I definitely can get it, this one. Okay. It, All right, tell us 14B. Play Fortune. it. Okay. Ready? Yes. All right, let's go. Oh, I know this one. But, oh, you know but, this one? I'm All not right, going to say on. it. Let's play one more time. Okay. Ugh. All right. You get it, Robin? Well, I know the song, but <clears throat> you just know the song. I, oh, you just I, don't know the title. I just don't know the title. All right, James, 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 you can go. Uh, so I actually the title is either Revolution or you say you want a revolution. Oh, I thought you just Revolution. So it's probably just Revolution. Yeah, this was never a, a, a favorite of mine, but it was a very popular one. Yeah. Um. So all right. Well, yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah. Th- this. Uh, did we do 14 or is that we did 14 14. that was 14 yep all right well for our listeners how many how many did you uh you know tweet out how many you got and if you like this type of uh thing we'll we'll do more of these and uh (laughs) i'll do a little bit more research on the songs no i didn't know the songs in advance so jay you're gonna have to do the research well i did some research yeah you did all all these songs yeah well even though i i I was born maybe like 20 30 years after Wow. Oh yeah. Well, okay. We here's a question. Here's a question I have, and there's no real answer, but I have this question for everyone out there listening to this. If let's take let's take a song like yesterday. If yesterday came out today, would it be popular? <laughs> it's funny. Because it depends on who sings it. Let's say. Well, well let's say if it's exactly the way it is right now. Like, and and and, but nobody knows it's the Beatles. So. Well, you know, this is what the movie yesterday was about. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just curious, like, if the Beatles music came out today in general, so pick a different one, like, um, you know, Let It Be or or uh, or Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Like, if one of these songs came out, to, or Yellow Submarine, if one of these songs came out today or any of these songs came out, would they be popular songs? Or if a band, now, the movie yesterday claims that they would be, but I'm not so sure because... Yeah, pop, it doesn't really sound like pop music, and pop music is like enormously popular. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe with a different rhythm. Maybe. I would say like if they change it a different arrangement, that maybe. But uh, I think it would still popular because it's so different, you know. And everyone wants different type of thing. Like Lady, when Lady Gaga first came out, like it has a different sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this has like a like kind of a folksy sound. Like it's not using 
you know, all the instruments that pop music uses and it's not auto-tuning, yeah. it's not looping, it's it's not sampling. I don't it's think not it would any... if it was just Although like I asked our now. kids. I mean, I asked Sarah, for instance, and, and Lily. Well, and, that's because uh, they all like the Beatles. Yeah, they said it would be popular if it came out today. I would. I can see Eleanor Rigby being popular. Yeah, but I could see. I kind of could see like Hey Jude. I see. I could see all of them. Yeah, I Hey Jude. If Adele sings it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, uh, that's, that's, that's what Adele's strong suit. Are, just piano and Adele. That would get their song. Or flow. Okay, like related <laughs> to this, to... If, if if someone's saying like you know Michael Jackson song ABC, I feel like if that came out today, it would be popular. Well, uh, I think it will still because it's it's it, the, the, the I don't know. I feel like the song, the music nowadays is a little bit more complicated. But the thing is, if that if you without music like that back then, that's no music like we are, we are listening to right now, because a lot of the music was influenced by Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones. Just rearranging and the, it and um, yeah. you know, messing with the 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 tempo and the beat. I think yeah, would, the the. Would, the, the the chord, the chord structure that sometimes Brito uses is very, very, very different. But uh, anyway, yeah, I that think I think that was fun. Uh, Although I only had yeah, what, but we we, we enjoy listening to that three second of music. No, no, yeah, you 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 had you had more than three because you got a couple of the last. Well, ones. we could do Michael Jackson. Michael would, Jackson, it's or Pat Benatar or who is Pat Benatar? Yeah, let's not do Pat Benatar. <laughs> Michael Jackson makes sense because I think Michael Jackson is probably the only one that outsold Beatles. Bands right now sell lots of albums. Like, what's uh? Let me just see. What are the top selling albums, uh, of all time? Let's see. I thought you said Led Zeppelin or something like that. Uh, uh, well, I no, my, actually, oh, uh, I don't um, think they are. They, I think they're, they're famous, but I don't think they sold that much. Well, okay. In terms of individual albums, Michael Jackson's Thriller at forty eight point nine million is yes. the top selling album of all time, yep. and the Beatles are not even in. The top ten, really? Not anymore? Yeah, the Beatles. Uh, so who's the top ten? So, so the top ten are Michael Jackson mm -hmm. with Thriller, AC/DC with Back in Black, oh yeah, Whitney Houston with The Bodyguard, Meatloaf with Bad Out of Hell, Eagles with their greatest hits, Pink Floyd, The Dark Side of the Moon, Eagles, Hotel California, Bee Gees, Saturday Night Fever, Fleetwood Mac, Rumors. Shania, I don't know, Shania Twain. I don't know how to say her Shania name. Shania Twain, yeah. yeah. Yeah, come on over. And the Beatles is on the next list with Abbey Road. Oh, no. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band mm. sold 18.2 million. And so the Beatles appear, a lot of their albums appear here. Abbey Road sold 14.4. Mm. Uh, when, when was the data? Uh, it's on Wikipedia. Yeah, but so did they say when's the data? It must be accurate. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because... Apple Insider, uh, Apple Insider gave a different different data. Well, well, this is not best selling groups. This is best selling albums. Yeah, best top the the fifty best selling albums, and then uh, Beatles is number five apparently. With what? The Beatles, the white but, album. But what album? The the white album, it says. Oh, interesting. Well, okay. In terms of musical groups, so this is Wikipedia again. The Beatles are the most popular. Uh, uh, group with 600 million album sales and after that is Elvis Presley with 500 million hmm. then right. Michael Jackson with 400 million then Elton John, Madonna, Led Zeppelin Rihanna which surprises me and Pink huh. Floyd Rihanna and Pink Floyd are tied at 250 million hey wow. hey Rihanna is legend 
She is. <laughs> and she then is. I guess I guess the top selling rapper is next, which is Eminem, has two hundred twenty million album sales. Yeah, which the 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 Gen Z or Zoomer trying to cancel. Oh, Eminem. Oh, really? Yep. Well, you know, there's a there's a billion rappers before Eminem that you should try to cancel. It's so ridiculous <laughs> to cancel Eminem. And the the, wow. the the song they tried to cancel is "Love the Way You Lie." What? What? And, why? What's the? Well, don't don't because, say it on the on the podcast if it's. I don't want the podcast uh, to be canceled. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, it's just because like the the lyrics have like uh, abuse something abuse behavior or mm. something. Oh yeah, well, there's abuse on every on almost every rapper <laughs> album yeah. is abuse towards women. Yeah. So, but people, yeah. you know, I'm not saying I love rap music, but that's just their that's just what's in their rap a lot of rap albums. Yeah. By the way, the Rolling Stones that coming in at 200 million is like barely in the top 20. Uh Aww. Celine Dion what, is more than the Rolling Stones. What about Kanye? I, I love him. Kanye West is in the next list with 160 million. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I Celine love his Dion music. makes sense. He's like, brilliant. Yeah. Celine, yeah. Dion, Celine Dion makes sense. Like just the, the, the music from Titanic, how much did that got sold? Oh, she, you know? she was Titanic? She sang that? She sang it. Yeah, my heart would go on. Do you guys not know this? I know I the song. The I know the movie, but I didn't know she… I, I was never a big fan of hers. So. Yeah. yeah. She sang it, yeah. I love the movie. Yeah. Well, all right. So again, let us know if you want us to do more stuff like this. <laughs> we love doing it. And uh, uh, Robin, good job. Yes. Maybe, maybe there's maybe some other groups. Maybe study more. <laughs> maybe there's groups you'll know better. Well, the Beatles. Maybe I just know better than you. I'm sure there's groups you. You know a lot of things Pat better Benatar, than me. Which we're not gonna. <laughs> if we know, if we did Pat Benatar, which we're not gonna do. You do, you'd score much higher than me on that. <laughs> who is Pat Benatar? I don't even know who that is. Pat She's like an '80s singer, like Benatar. solo singer. Oh yeah. She was good. I confuse, I confuse her. This is going to be blasphemy, but I confuse her with, with Janis Joplin. I thought I you were going to say Joan Jett. Oh, yeah. Well, sorry, sorry. I, yeah, Joan Jett. I confuse her with Joan Jett. I like Joan And I confuse Janis Joplin's name with Joan Jett's name. <laughs> Who are all these people? It's okay, Jay. All the it's lonely just a, people. It's just an American pop culture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all, right. all right. I will see you guys later. Good, <laughs> all right. good stuff. Bye. Yes. Bye. <laughs> Bye.